This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan here, and I am so beyond excited for this podcast episode. Today, you are going to have the opportunity to meet and hear from one of my clients. How amazing is that? I know that if you've been listening to this podcast and you haven't yet had the opportunity to work with me directly, you may be curious about what is this coaching all about? What happens? What are the things people get out of it? How can it benefit me? And I am so thrilled to be able to share some of that wisdom and insight from one of my private coaching clients. Because I deal with such sensitive and private issues as a marriage coach, we are going to call her Dr. M. She is a medical professional who has a very busy career. She has been married to her husband. It will be six years this year, 2021. They have two little boys who are school age, meaning they require a lot of attention and a lot of help. And so Like you, she's juggling a lot of balls in the air. And when she first came to me, the marriage was in a really, really tough spot. They were not getting along at all, really. They were both in counseling and working with me because it was so important that they have a continuum and sort of wraparound support to really address the multiple layers of things that were happening for them. And so in our work together, what we really initially started focusing on was she came with the goals of wanting to have a better marriage, wanting to feel connected to her husband, wanting to feel like she could just be herself with him and not be so aggravated and frustrated with him all the time. And she also wanted to be present. So like many of us sort of type A, ambitious, overachieving women, our minds are always going. And with the demands of raising a small child, um, small children, we like to plan things, right? And so we become preoccupied with what is the next task we need to be accomplishing, What is the next thing that we need to be doing that takes us out of the present moment? And she realized that she was missing her life and also having a lot of conflict with her husband because she was always worried and anxious about the next thing that needed to be done, getting the kids on a schedule, keeping the kids on a schedule, getting everybody to bed before there was the cranky pants, tantrums, all of the things 
that we as moms of young children know and deal with in our own lives. And so I am just really honored that she was willing to share her experience with you. We actually worked together for a full year. So in my coaching program, I offer it in six-month increments, and people have the option to renew as often (laughs) and as long as they would like. And I have to tell you, I messaged her today to just let her know that I was going to be recording the intro, and here's what she replied back to me. I just want to share this with you. Um, She said, today I was thinking about how prepared I feel mentally to handle whatever comes our way. There are a lot of stressors right now with buying the house, selling our existing home, her husband's job, and she says, we're okay. I really can't thank you enough, right? And so coaching is really about giving you the tools to handle all of the things that come your way, right? Because we know that there's no perfect marriage. There is no marriage that's going to be without stress, without conflict, without challenges. And one of the perspectives that I believe in so much and really want to communicate not only to my clients, but to you as well, is that none of that has to be a problem, right? None of the challenges, none of the stress has to be the thing to make you doubt your marriage, to make you doubt your husband, to make you feel like you're not cut out for each other, but that really all you need is the right perspective and the right tools to manage all of the stuff that's going on in your head, because that is what is creating the experience. And you can create an experience of calm and feeling equipped Or you can create an experience of chaos and total frustration. And so if you are feeling super frustrated, feeling like your life, your marriage is chaotic and you can't get a handle on it, I want to invite you to consider private coaching. These are the exact things that we talk about, that I support you in, that I coach you on. And I hope that when you listen to Dr. M's story, that you will really see yourself and see how this can benefit you. And when you have that awareness, I want you to go straight to my website and schedule a complimentary call with me. So when you go to my website, it's drshavon.com. And there's a tab that says work with me. I want you to schedule your time for us to talk about the exact things that you are dealing with. And I will share with you exactly how my coaching approach can help you achieve the amazing results and the grounded confidence in your marriage that Dr. M has achieved. I hope you enjoy hearing what she has to share I have so much love and so much gratitude for her, and I know that you are going to think she's just as amazing as I do. Enjoy. All right. Thank you so much for agreeing to share a little bit about your experience. And the first question I would love to know, why did you hire me? (laughs) What brought us together? Well, I knew that I wanted to do work on myself and I 
wanted this work to improve my marriage. We had already started couples therapy because it had just gotten to a critical point that I felt like we needed to do that right away. But it was really evident to me that I needed time with myself and time to figure out what I really wanted. And coaching and mindset coaching was so foreign to my scientific brain. I thought, no way, this is, this is not going to work. And you, of course, you know, were recommended by a close friend of ours. And um, I just thought, you know what, what do you have to lose? Just give it a shot. And after the first time that we talked, I thought, wow, this can really work. This is really interesting that I can improve my life by changing the way I think about things. And so I just went with it, which was so not me. (laughs) I love it. Tell me. So here's the thing. Like I have a scientific mind too. And when I write emails or when I write my posts, and even when I'm doing my podcast, there's a part of my scientific brain that's like, the people aren't buying this. Like they don't get it. It's one of those things where I've had coaching myself. And so I know firsthand the power of it. But when you're trying to describe it to someone who hasn't had the experience, it can feel just very out there. Like, wait, you mean I can really change my relationship just by changing my thoughts? Like, mm, prove it to me. So tell me how doing this mindset work and having these sessions with me actually helped you create like tangible differences in yourself and in your marriage. So I completely agree. And I've spoken with friends and tried to explain this to them. And it is really hard to explain. So it's not therapy in that you're just hashing out all of your old childhood traumas and whatever is going on in your marriage, but you're, you're looking at what the reality is. And, you know, you help me to process, okay, this is what's happening in your life. How do you want to handle it? Your husband did X, Y, and Z that upset you. Why is it upsetting you? Is there something that you can do to look at it differently? You know, why are you ruminating on it? Is there something inside of you that's causing you to be upset that has nothing to do with your husband? So you help me look at all of these situations and it gives me the control that I want over my own thoughts and my own emotions, because I can then process them and see where they're actually coming from and make the decision to go down this path or down the opposite one. Yeah, that's so good. Tell me like when you think back to things that used to really trigger you and cause like upset, disagreement, distance in the marriage in the past versus like where you are now and things that you've worked through, like give some examples of that. So I would say the first one would be with our youngest son, that I felt like I was doing everything. And while I knew that a lot of that was coming from me, it was hard for me to change that. And so you helped me to allow my husband to do some of his own work with our child. And to also put them into a situation where they had to figure it out for the two of them. And we always joke about, you know, I tell you that it was wiping his butt, but when he started to poop in the potty, 
I let my husband wipe his butt and they formed this great relationship over it. And it truly changed our dynamic. And it allowed me to just step back a little bit and let him do his thing and let my son form this bond with his dad that would give me more space and more time to myself. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that part because one of the concepts I teach is like taking what you need. And I know so many of, you know, the people in my community are moms who are busy professionals and are also doing all the things at home. And what I hear from people so much is like, well, my husband doesn't do this, so I can't do that. And I'm such a proponent of just being empowered, right? Taking your power and taking what you need for your own self-care. So tell me for everyone that will hear this, like, tell me about how that manifested for your birthday. Oh, so for my birthday, I told my husband, didn't ask, I told him that I would be taking two days off from school, which happened to be two days that our older son would be home from school on spring break. And I told him that he was going to need to work from home those two days because I wasn't going to be there. I was going to go to the mall and walk around the mall on my actual birthday. And the day after I was going to go and have a spa day. And it was fabulous. You know, he said, okay, he would be there. And I told him I would be able to still do drop off at school, but I might need him to do pickup. So could he, you know, make himself available in case my appointments went longer and my spa appointments, that is not work. (laughs) And, and he said, yes. And I ended up having the most fabulous birthday. You know, the spa day was great. I got home just in time to pick up the little one. And he said, no, no, that's okay. I'll go pick him up. And I said, okay, great. I sat on the sofa and read my book for a little while. And then he made a birthday cake with the boys for me. And I just let him let him do it. And it was really nice to just take the time that I needed for myself. And, you know, when you say that you're going to do something rather than ask for it, you can do it. You just have to take that opportunity. Yeah. I love that so much. So one of the things we worked a lot on throughout our coaching sessions was your combo of like perfectionist tendencies mm-hmm. and controlling tendencies. Yes. Right? <laughs> so again, of course you have a scientific brain. You are very, very accomplished in your career. And we talked so much about how that has served you so well to achieve the level of success in your life. And tell us what you've had to like shift in that area with yourself first? Like how have you noticed yourself transitioning from sort of like needing to control and really wanting things met to your level of expectation? Tell me about that work you did. So I guess I've had to be comfortable not having everything perfect. One of our, the big things that I wanted was to be present with the boys when I was with them. And you showed me that it's okay to be present for 10 minutes and then not be present for 10 minutes and recognize that that's a time 
that you're not present, you're doing something else, and then jump back into it. I didn't have to beat myself up for not being perfectly present for a full hour. And it's uncomfortable because it's not in my my normal behavior to not want to be perfect at something, but it's okay. And so you have taught me to sit in that uncomfortableness and it's still something that I work on, but it's something that I'm aware of and just being aware of it makes it feel a little bit better. Awesome. A lot better. Good. Here's the other thing I want to talk about in marriage. It is so easy to be influenced by the mood, by the reaction, by the temperament (laughs) behaviors Mm -hmm. of your spouse. And one of the things that we work through is allowing your spouse to have their own model or playbook as you (laughs) you love it, right? Where it's sort of like, one of the things, you know, I teach is to not spend so much time trying to control how your spouse sees you, how your spouse thinks of you, how your spouse feels. It's like for us as women who really like things a certain way, it's almost like sometimes we want to literally jump inside his body and make him do certain things, feel certain things that we feel. It just doesn't work that way. So speaking of like discomfort, talk a little bit about your willingness to be uncomfortable when your husband is unhappy or when he's, you know, when an expectation maybe he has of you, you're not meeting. And like, just tell me about what compassion for yourself and what allowing yourself to be uncomfortable has been like and how it's been helpful. That's really hard for me to want to be happy and be okay being happy if my partner is not happy. And I've learned with you that I can't control his thoughts. I can't control his behaviors, but I can control my reactions to them. You know, if he's upset about something, that's on him. That's in his model. And I can't really influence that. I can't get him to jump into my model and convince him that I'm right, which is what I want to do because I want him to know that I'm correct and he has to see things my way. But that's not the way that it works. So instead, I've learned to do what I think is going to be helpful, not only for our marriage, but for me. And when I can put my best foot forward and do the things that I think are going to be beneficial for me and for us, I've learned to be okay with that, that he might not see it the way that I see it. He might not agree that what I'm doing is beneficial for him or for our marriage. But as long as I'm confident in it, I can be okay with that decision because I have made that decision to do this and will have learned to sit with the consequences or the outcome of it and know that his reaction to it is his reaction to it. And I I can't really influence that. I can only do my part. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so important for many of us who are sort of very accomplished, ambitious, perfectionist. We do that and we strive to show up a certain way because we're so concerned about other people. And so, you know, part of the coin of this um, sort of 
personality characteristic is a little bit of people pleasing of like, I don't want him to be upset. And so I'm going to like do it this way. And what I love about what I've seen in terms of your growth is as we've changed your way of thinking and really sort of opened up the way that you can be empowered, no matter what he's doing, whether he's late for work and not showing up when you thought he would, you have a plan for yourself that works for you, that keeps you like in a steady, calm, grounded state, living into the person that you want to be. Yeah. It allowed me to still keep that control piece that I like, that I can still control what time we have dinner, what time the kids go to bed, because if he comes home late from work and doesn't cook dinner as he normally does, now I know that I don't have to wait. I can make the decision to prepare early and cook dinner myself and still do bath time and still do bedtime. And it's fine. And I don't have to be angry at him for not coming home on time. It's okay. And that's the part that I think not only making that decision that puts less, even though I'm doing more work, it puts less stress on me because I'm controlling it, but then also not having to be angry at him because I'm sure there were reasons why he couldn't get home on time and have that compassion for him that he wants to be home with his family. He just couldn't do it today. Yeah. And I think that's the thought work right there. Like isolating that thought, because I think any other person that's really struggling in their marriage, they don't have that thought. The thought they have instead is he doesn't care. Work is more important. He'd rather be there. He wants to leave everything for me to do. And so just by changing that thought of dipping into compassion and wanting to see and believe the best about him, Mm -hmm. it then eliminates the need for you to be angry at him. It eliminates the need for you to be a victim of his choices, right? And it just empowers you to make it work for you. I think if there's anything that coaching is about, it's making it work, like just making it work for you without the stress of trying to convince the other person that they need to do it your way, but just like allowing it to be what it is to change your experience of it and your thought of it so that it can work for you. I mean, I imagine that a lot of people that come to you are angry in their marriage. I mean, I was so angry and I've just learned to let that go, that I have compassion for myself, have compassion for my husband, and it's not worth the energy to be angry. And I'm not saying that I I don't get angry now. You know, one thing that I've learned in this year now is it's not meant to be perfect. You know, it it is a constant process. This is not something that I'm going to say, oh, we finished a year together and now everything is perfect. It's not. I constantly am going to have to work on this. So when he does something that upsets me, my go-to trigger is still anger. But it's it doesn't last. I can immediately stop it and say, you know, question myself, why are you angry about this? And process it. And I can do it quickly now. And within minutes, I can stop being angry and just move on and solve it for myself, whatever it is, and take control and ownership of it again. 
and not make it about him, but figure it out on my own. And I think not having that anger all the time is just such a, a weight off my shoulders. It's wonderful. Yeah. I love that. Anything else, anything else that you're taking away from this coaching experience, working together? Well, one is you are amazing and everybody should sign up for this. Um, Two is that we really do have the power to change our thoughts and change what comes from our thoughts. I think I went into this believing that you needed to hash out everything from your past and figure out every little detail. But I, I don't really believe that anymore. I, I think that you can start from the present and move forward and just change your path forward by changing the way that you think about things. And I'm so happy I did this. I'm so happy you did it too. It has been so amazing working with you. I want to keep in touch, of course, but just thank you. Thank you for sharing your experience. I think it's going to be so valuable for anyone that here's what you have to say. So thank you. Thank you so thank much. You. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.